Wilson! Wilson! Good afternoon, Ohio State fans. This is Alex Whiteman coming back to you with the second edition of Bucknuts Recruiting Radio. Uh, today we have a very special guest with us. It's wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Austin, Texas, Lake Travis High School, commitment of the Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, originally a Columbus native, moved down to Austin, and now is going to be returning home for college. Uh, Garrett, thanks for joining us today. Welcome to the show. How's everything going? I appreciate you guys having me, but everything's going well, and uh, I'm really excited to be here. That's awesome. Uh, and so, you know, let's start light. I mean, you know, it's summer, school's out, uh, your commitment's out of the way. What do you? What are your plans this summer? What are you? What are you up to this summer? Uh, really, just hanging out with my family, uh, my friends, and then working out, obviously. But uh, I mean, these next two weeks, I have a lot of camps coming up, so I'm getting ready for those and uh, stuff like that. That's awesome, and, you know, I know you were hoping to get back to Ohio State for Friday Night Lights, but we're unable to do so. When's the next time we can expect you back in Columbus? Um, if not, by the end of the summer, I'll definitely be up for one of the first games of the year. Um, I mean, I, could, I would say expect that, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to make the TCU game, even though it's down in Texas. But, um, I mean, I can't really tell you, but once I do, I'll let you know. Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, Let's talk about, a little bit about, you know, what you're working on. We have you rated as one of the top uh, wide receivers in the nation. Um, you do a lot of great things well, but I'm sure there's tons you're working on this summer to improve your game for your senior year and then for Ohio State. Uh, what are some of those things that you're working on? What has Ohio State told you that they want you to improve on before you get to Columbus? I mean, most of the things they're telling me to work on is just my body, uh, getting my weight up to be able to take on those college hits and uh, stuff like that. So. I'd say as far as my game goes, I was just working on getting faster, um, running crisper routes, um, just the just the whole receiver, uh, things that come with receivers. So I've been working on that all summer. And definitely. And, and speaking of Columbus, uh, you obviously grew up there. You you were a Dublin family. Um, you moved down to, to Austin, and you've been there for the last few years. I guess just kind of like looking at your recruitment, was coming back to Columbus and playing for Ohio State something you always wanted to do or – I guess, you know, the last couple of years, has that, has that been something that maybe you didn't think was going to happen? Uh, I wouldn't say I expected it to happen. I mean, I didn't really think about it until I got that offer. So, uh, I mean, growing up there, you obviously dream of playing there. But living in Texas, you know, Texas is a big school and um, schools like that. So, um, I mean, really it was just whatever schools offered me. And then once Ohio State came, I mean, obviously I thought about going back to where it all started. So. Yeah, and, you know, throughout the process, you had many great opportunities to go play at some of the top programs in the country, and you ended up choosing Ohio State. What was it about the Buckeyes that made that your ultimate selection? Uh, I mean, just the home field that I got when I'm up there, and then uh, the relationships I built with the with the coaches, I mean, pretty fast. You know, my parents built their same relationship, so um, we felt real comfortable with them. And then, uh, I mean, the rich tradition, I mean, that speaks for itself at Ohio State. So, um I'd say the main thing, though, was just the, um, the relationships we had with our coaches, with our coaches. Yeah, and, you know, I know Texas, kind of the hometown school now, 
was it was interesting. It was your old home hometown school against your new hometown school in the end. And Texas, I know they did a great job recruiting you. Coach Herman obviously had a lot of success at Ohio State and then Houston uh, before getting there. How close was this thing in the end? I know you, you took the visit to your official visit to Texas after Ohio State, and after the Ohio State visit, a lot of people felt that you would end up uh, in Columbus, but you gave the Longhorns one more chance. How close was it uh, between Texas and Ohio State in the end? I mean, I'd, I'd say it was really close. Um, going into the visits, I'd say it was really close. But uh, once I got on campus at Ohio State, and uh, I saw the way they treated me, you know, saw the way they were treating their players, not just me. Um, saw what was going on up there. I mean, it was it was a I wouldn't say easy decision to make, but I mean, I felt like it was the right decision. I knew what I wanted to do. And being an Austin kid, you know, coming up to Ohio State, obviously people understand the background and and your kind of initial love for the Buckeyes, but. Has it been hard being down there at a powerhouse in Austin and not going to UT? Uh, I wouldn't say, I mean, it's been hard. I mean, the people that matter the most to me understand the decision I made. Uh, they feel, I mean, they can see where I, where I came from when I made the decision, even if they're Longhorn fans. And then even the Longhorn fans, I mean, I feel like they've been pretty accepting of it. So, um, I mean, obviously you'll get some people that say stuff about it, you know, because they're Longhorn fans, they live out here. But uh, for the most part, I'd say it's been, uh, I mean, uh, it's been okay down here. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, Coach Herman's a guy we think really highly of. He obviously had a lot of success at Ohio State as an offensive coordinator, getting to know him a little bit personally. He's a guy, um, you know, that, that I have a lot of respect for. So I guess what, how hard was it to tell him that you were, weren't going to be going there? And then what was his reaction? Yeah, I mean, uh, when you build relationships with coaches um, all around the country, you know, and then you have to tell them you're going to one place and you can only go to one place. So, um I mean, it was obviously hard. I mean, we had built a good relationship. My parents had as well. But, uh, I mean, he was really understanding of it. You know, he uh, he didn't say he was going to back off, obviously. But, um, I mean, he he understood where I come from. He had been up been up at Ohio State, like you said, and he knows what's fair. He knows it's a great opportunity. So, um, he was accepting of what, I, what this, the decision I made. Yeah, that makes sense. And he seems like a class act all around. So, not surprised, you know, that's how he would react. And, and speaking of that process, like, I guess first, is anyone still going after you? And and B, does it matter? Is, is are you a hundred percent done to Ohio State? Uh, I mean, I'm a hundred percent done. I'm, but uh, I mean, there's still some schools, you know, that that hit my phone up every now and then. I mean, TCU, Texas, uh, schools like that, Arkansas. So, um, I mean, the schools that I built the relationships with early haven't backed off, you know. But you know, you're all Buckeyes, and with with kind of the process pretty much over for you at this point. Let's have a little fun with this. I, I guess you don't even have to name a specific school or coach if you don't want to, but I want to know what's the best pitch that you heard while you were in, the, you know, kind of going through that decision process, and what's kind of the craziest thing and most wild thing you ever heard? Uh, probably probably the best thing I heard was when I'm finally saying the schools. I went up to Oklahoma, and uh, Coach Riley, actually, we sat down in his meeting room, and he brought out a uh, – a sheet of all the receivers that he had that were basically the exact same size as me and their production and what they're doing right now in the NFL and uh, where they were drafted and stuff like that. So, I mean, to see him put that together, you know, that was, I mean, that was really cool. That was something that I could really cope with, you know, those kids, those people are the same size as me, same skill set as me. So, um, let me know where I could be at. But uh, as far as the craziest thing goes, I'm going to have to think about this one. Um, probably uh, whenever I made my decision, you know, one of the coaches was just, I told him, I let the coaches know that what I was going to do. And, uh, I mean, they obviously they, I, I, they weren't accepting. They weren't super accepting, accepting of it. You know, they uh, 
that they were one of the first schools to offer me and that I owe them a visit and stuff like that. So, I mean, that was probably the craziest thing because it makes you not feel too good about it. So, um, I don't know. That was a tough question, but that's probably the craziest thing I can think of. No, that's a good answer. I mean, we've, we've heard some crazy stories about recruiting and whatnot, but, you know, I think it's expected anytime you deliver bad news that some people aren't going to take it that well, at least as well as yeah. maybe Texas took it. So, you know, that's, that's, it's not completely unexpected, but I can understand how it's not, you know, the most ideal thing being a, you know, 17, 18-year-old kid having to deliver that news, um, you know, to a, to a college coach who's been recruiting you for a while. But, you know, yeah. now, that, now that you're kind of in the fold and you are a Buckeye, I, I've seen you on Twitter. I, I know you've been talking to a lot of guys that you're friendly with and across the country, kind of putting your recruiting hat on. Um, can you just share with us, you know, some of the other guys that you're targeting for Ohio State right now? Uh, yeah, for sure. So uh, one, of the, one of the people I'm targeting uh, was – at first it was um, Elijah. So I'm working on Elijah. He's probably my biggest dude. I mean, living this close to him, he's probably the main dude I want. You know, him and Marcus Washington. Uh, Jameson Williams, I want him. Uh, Lejean Cavazos, that's my boy from uh, – we, we lived not far from each other. We played against each other for two years. So he went to Cibolo Steel for a little bit. And then uh, – Jalen just got an offer there actually last week, and he, he goes to steal now, and I actually play 7-on-7 seven seven with him, so I'm going to work on him. But as far as receivers go, I'd say Elijah, Jameson, and uh, and uh, Marcus are the main people I'm working on. Yeah, and, and just so people know at home, Elijah Higgins and uh, Jalen Jones are the two he's talking to that he didn't mention last names. And, and, and speaking of kind of those three receivers, uh, those three guys were on campus this weekend for official visits. David Bell was also on campus for Saturday. I mean, I don't want to want you to have to give up too much of, of what your boys are thinking, but I'm sure you've spoken to those guys uh, during their visit, before their visit, now after their visit. You know, what's what's your prediction out of out of those kind of you know three wide receivers on their official? And, and you can even include David Bell. I don't know how tight you are with him, but who who do you think Ohio State's going to get out of that group? I mean, the first three you named, uh, Williams and Washington, and then Higgins. Those those ones I feel real good about. So. Uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but um, I feel I feel good about those ones. So we'll see. Elijah's probably the one that I'm most nervous about, you know, because he he lives down here too. So he's going through the same thing I did, you know. He's going to have to deal with the, the UT people stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I'd, I'd say those three, the two I'm feeling, the three I'm feeling good about, but um, Elijah's probably the one where I'm a little questionable about it. Gotcha. And and what when you when you speak to those guys, I'm sure you know, just like you went through the process, you want them to be able to make their own decision and and figure out that Ohio State or Stanford or Florida or Texas or whoever it may be, maybe the best place for them. But what is what are you kind of telling them um, when you're talking to them about Ohio State? Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of the stuff speaks for itself when you talk about Ohio State. And they, they know that stuff. But, I mean, the main pitch I'm giving them is, uh, I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into. You know that you're going to, once you get on campus, you're going to be playing for one of the best coaches of all time. You're going to have a chance to compete for a national championship. I mean, day one, it feels like so. Um, and it's going to give you one of the best chances all around college football to put you in the league. So, um, I mean, when you're when you're college football, I mean, going to play college football and you're as high level as those dudes I named. I mean, that's that's got to be the end goal going to the NFL. And for most of them, that is. So, I mean, that's huge to them. And uh, I mean, they all love the coaching staff too. So, just to build a better relationship with them, I'm tell, I'm telling them about that and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, as you said, it, it kind of sells itself and. You know, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be more about comfort and relationships there, just yeah. like it was for you. So um, exactly. let's talk about some other targets outside of wide receiver. 
anyone else that, you know, maybe people aren't talking about or just anyone else outside of receiver that you think Ohio State has a great chance to get that you're kind of recruiting right now? Uh, so, I mean, Zach Harrison, I'm working on him every day. You know, they we want him real bad. I mean, that's that's the dude, you know, so he's, he'll be someone that can make an impact day one. So we're working on him. Uh, Nick Cross, that goes to DeMatha. Um, ooh, let me think. Um That's really all it's a tough about. one. I know there's yeah, there's a lot of dudes. Uh, there's one from I think there's one from Michigan that we're working on. Oh, the cornerback that uh, is committed to Michigan State. I forget his name. Julian Barnett. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I heard he can play. So uh, I mean, we're working on him. Um, I feel good about that one. Uh, yeah, and Mathis just and, and, actually. So. Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of Michigan State. Uh, you, Ohio State just flipped the quarterback, Juan Mathis. And Ohio State's been looking kind of for their quarterback for a little bit in this class, and they finally got, it seems like, you know, the guy they, they landed on in, in Juan. And, and I don't know, how, how I guess first, how much have you been in contact with him? And then I'm sure you've watched his film and whatnot. What are your thoughts on him as a player and him joining the class? Yeah, I mean, he seems like someone who's got a, got a huge arm. You know, I've probably talked to him, I mean, once before he committed, and then once he committed, I got on the phone with him with Coach Day. So that was cool. But, uh, I mean, he has a huge arm, you know, and then once Coach Day gets his hands on him, I mean, I feel real good about that. So, I um, mean, the quarterback situation there is something I'm I'm feeling real good about. Um, so, Juan Mathis, yeah, I mean, he's going to – I can't wait to catch balls from him. Yeah, and speaking of quarterbacks, there's another quarterback on the roster that you're very familiar with in uh, Matt Baldwin. And, you know, Matt signed with Ohio State, obviously, in the most recent class, 2018. He was your quarterback last year at Lake Travis. A guy who kind of flew under the radar for a while, not being able to start until his senior year, but he obviously had a huge year. He obviously has some big time talent. People realized, I think, uh, maybe a little bit later than they should have, uh, as he got some big offers, including from the Buckeyes and where he eventually committed. And I, I guess first tell everyone, because I think a lot of people really don't know what to expect from Matt, uh, especially given he's only really one year as the full time starter at the high school level, like. What kind of player did Ohio State get in Matthew Baldwin? Yeah, I mean, with Baldwin, you're getting someone that's a student of the game. I mean, he loves he loves football, you know, and that's what it takes to be a great quarterback. So he's someone that, uh, I mean, he can throw the ball 80 yards down the field, and he's the most accurate quarterback I've ever played with. You know, he put it on me every single time. Uh, he'd outthrow coverage. Um, he's, and he's, I mean, he's just a great person, you know. He's, he's not going to mess up, and if he does, he's, I mean, he's going to be the first one to admit he did. Um, he's, a really, he's a really good player, and he's going to be a captain of the team. He's going to uh, make a lot of plays for Ohio State. And, I, I mean, I see him being the Heisman, Heisman race, first-round draft pick, something like that. So, Baldwin's Baldwin's the man. Yeah, and obviously you had your own ties to Ohio State, but how how important was it for you to to know that he was going to be there at Ohio State, and how much will it mean to you to play with him again at the next level? Yeah, I mean, whenever he went there, uh, and then once they offered me, because he actually, I think he might have committed or might have knew he was committing before they offered me. Um, but we had talked about it, and, I mean, we uh, we didn't get to finish our season the way we wanted to this year, so to just get another chance to go up there with them and uh, compete for championships, I mean that that'll be huge to me, and I know we can do it too. I mean I know we can do it. So, um, yeah, I mean that was huge for me knowing Baldwin was going to be uh, be there with me. A lot of people, a lot of people think that I don't want to say they think that Matt Baldwin is just a guy who's you know he 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 may be a starter, he may not, uh, he could just be a backup. Uh, he was a he was kind of a, a, a 
plan B option when Emory Jones, uh, things didn't work yeah. out there. You know, that's, that's kind of, I think, the, the common public perception. But just talking to you and, and to me watching the film and, and hearing a lot from Ohio State people, it seems like they think he could be, uh, you know, a starting quarterback and all Big Ten type of player. What's, yeah. What do you think, like, his – what do you think his ceiling and his upside is? Can he lead Ohio State to the um, championship? Is he, is he a, a Big yeah. Ten, all Big Ten type of player? So, yeah, so the thing with Baldwin is he was just unlucky, you know, and he waited his turn um, here at Lake Travis. I mean, we have quarterbacks coming every year. So, I mean, when it was his time, he took full advantage of it. I mean, obviously, it paid off. So, he, with Ohio State offering him, I mean, he knew, he knew, I knew everyone that knows Baldwin knows that he can, he can be the man there. You know, he can, he can lead them to a championship. And, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm probably a little biased, but, um, I mean, he, he was a huge part of my decision. I, I know what Baldwin brings to the table. Um, I mean, yeah, he could be an all-Big Ten, all-American type dude. I mean, he really can put the ball anywhere on the field, and he's a student of the game. So he's, if, he's, if he's not playing well, he's going to get better. You know, he's, ne- he's never going to cap out. So, um, I mean, Baldwin, Baldwin's got all the potential in the world. Yeah, that's great to hear. I think a lot of Ohio State fans will, will be excited to hear that. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna, – I think – I personally think that they're going to be surprised at what he brings to the table. Uh, hopefully he's 100% healed from his injury – they're going to need him this year. He's going to be the third quarterback on that team. So he's, he's two snaps away from getting in a game. And, you know, I think, I think he's going to impress people more than, than, they, uh, than they think coming in. Um, you know, I don't want to keep you too long, Garrett, but, yeah, definitely. I, I don't want to keep you too long here, but, you know, we know about you off the field uh, – sorry, on the field. Uh, we, we know what you bring to the table, uh, great size, speed, hands, et cetera. But we want to get to know you a little bit off the field. So – um, you know, what, what is it that you like to do outside of football? Uh, what, I know you're spending tons of time watching film and working on your game in the weight room on the field and whatnot, but what are some of the things that you like to do off the field? Uh, I mean, obviously play video games. You know, Fortnite's a big thing right now, and I, I fell under that. So uh, I play a lot how's of your Fortnite. How's your Fortnite game? I'm good. I'm good. I got about 13 wins, and they've all came in without, with uh, probably like the last three weeks. So I've gotten good lately. But, uh, 13 solo wins, that is, actually. So I'm not counting on any other people. I'm doing it myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to have to monitor that. I know J.K. Dobbs <laughs> is quite the Fortnite player himself. So I'm, I'm sure he'll be watching you. <laughs> but uh, besides that, I mean, really hanging out with friends, you know, spending time with family. And whenever my brothers are in town, I like to spend a lot of time with them. And then, uh, I mean, off the field, I'd say I'm probably more of a goofy guy. I mean, I laugh a lot. I hang with my friends a lot. Uh, and we, we laugh. We all laugh. So. I mean, I'm just a normal kid, you know, um, but, I mean, I love playing football, so that's really the only uh, thing about me. Uh, Ohio State fans certainly uh, love to hear that. And then, you know, last thing before we let you go, you know, you, you got one more year of high school, but then you start your career, could be three, four, five years at Ohio State. What are your goals? What are kind of like your immediate what? goals coming in? And then what are your long-term goals for your entire time at Ohio State? Yeah, so my immediate goals is, uh, I mean, not to get registered, of course. I mean, that's a that's a goal I have, and it probably uh, makes it could probably catch a touchdown in the spring game. That's probably one of my immediate goals. That'll be probably three months after I get there. So, um, I mean, that'd be a, that'd be something sweet to do. But um, I mean, just work and get my get all my classes straight as soon as I get there, fit and fine. Uh, those are my immediate goals. But as far as long term goes, I'd say win a national championship, um, win a Belichick, and uh, I mean, hopefully, I end up, you know, getting drafted one day or picked up by an NFL team. Those are my long-term goals. 
awesome. I think those are goals that everyone would love to see you uh, reach and everyone would love um, to have those for themselves. So, you know, we'll let you go, Garrett. Uh, appreciate you being on Buck Nuts Recruiting Radio. Uh, we wish you the best of luck uh, this season, and we're looking forward to seeing you in Columbus sometime soon. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day.